Rugby, Leinster League Division 1B. First half performances help Tullow win in big relegation clash. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, Tullow 22, Longford 8. Tullow won a big relegation clash on Sunday afternoon at the Black Gates as they put together back-to-back wins for the first time this season. A huge first-half performance which saw them go into the break 22-0 up set them up for the win against the wind in the second half. Tullow were fast out of the blocks and immediately put pressure on the Longford defence. They knocked on though and gave away a scrum. After nine minutes they went over for the first try of the game. A Tullow line out on the five metre line was won by the hosts and mauled it over the line with Jordan Leyburn on the end of it. Paul Canavan missed the ensuing conversion from the left hand side. Tullow continued to put pressure on Longford but conceded a penalty and Longford cleared. Five minutes later Canavan sent over a penalty to put the hosts even further ahead. Longford's first attack of the game came after 16 minutes. They broke forward and won a penalty and kicked to the corner, despite being in a kickable position. They forced a scrum on the 10-metre line, won it and pushed forward. Tullow eventually cleared and pushed forward. On the half-hour mark, Longford won a line-out and pressed forward but conceded a penalty. Tullow cleared up the field. With three minutes to go until half-time, Tullow extended their lead through Martin Cole. They played the phases and fell just short and were pushed back for a penalty advantage. They took it quickly and mauled over the try line. Canavan converted. Tullow won the ball from the restart. Ryan O'Neill kicked down the right wing into the corner. Tullow chased and knocked on near the line. Longford won a scrum. Tullow forced them into a knock-on and forced a scrum of their own with Stephen Smith going down in the bottom left-hand corner to get their third try. Canavan converted to add the two extra points. Longford were playing with the wind in the second half and took full advantage. Four minutes in they were awarded a penalty which they converted. Four minutes later they won a scrum 20 metres out and cleared their lines giving Tullow a line-out in their own 22. Twelve minutes in, a line-out in the Tullow 22 saw Tullow steal the ball and force a scrum. Longford forced Tullow into a knock-on and got a scrum of their own to overturn the ball. They pressed forward and Daniel McHugh knocked it on five metres out and gave Tullow a scrum, but they overturned it and won the ball back down in the right-hand corner. Ryan McHugh missed the conversion. With 16 minutes to go, Tullow won a line-out and tried and pushed forward, but knocked it on, giving Longford a scrum. Six minutes later, Longford were pressing and approaching the Tullow try line and penalised for holding on in the rook. They cleared their lines and Tullow had two line-outs to try to clear the ball. Tullow held on for a big win that will do their chances of avoiding relegation the world of good, as they leapfrog their opponents in the table and try to hold on for the final two games of the season. The lack of a bonus point here may end up coming back to haunt them in the final games, but they did their chances no harm regardless. The Tullow team, Sean Doyle, Ryan O'Neill, Connor Lenehan, Cahill Bailey, William Kelly, Paul Canavan, Dylan Laybourne, Scott Colbeck, Jordan Laybourne, Tom Cashin, Martin Cole, John Hanbidge, Jack MacDonald, James O'Brien, Stephen Smith. The subs, Louis Kilcoyne, William O'Brien, Joe Waters, Des MacDonald, Ryan O'Sullivan. 
Athletics. Ruby leaps to a new PB. Ruby Millet of St Albans AC displayed her class across a number of events at last week's Indoor University Championships when she took gold in the combined events. This week it was back to her favourite long jump where she represented Ireland in a new European athletics event held in Glasgow, Scotland. What a return it was. Ruby travelled as part of a strong Irish team consisting of 18 athletes, 9 men and 9 women. As a new and innovative event, it encapsulates running, jumping and throwing elements of athletics. Each athlete's finishing positions equates to a number of points going from 12 for first all the way down to 2 points for sixth. The long jump followed a new format just for this competition. The jumpers were split into group A and B. After her three jumps, Ruby registered 6.09 metres which put her in a jump off for third fourth position. Each jumper was given one final jump where Ruby leapt 6.4 metres, a new PB, a club record and a jump which moved her to fourth place overall in the Irish rankings. The jump was good enough for third position in the competition and added eight points to the Irish team effort. There was delight around the stadium, none more so than her coaches Owen Kelly, who was trackside, and Michael Kelly, who followed the action very closely on TV. While Ruby had jumped 6.43 metres outdoors, the wind reading was illegal on the day, so this makes great progress from her previous PB of 6.32 metres. Ruby finished in third place overall, which saw her gather eight points for Team Ireland. When the final hunt event, an 800-metre, 600-metre, 400-metre, 200-metre relay took place, Ireland also finished in third place in the overall team standings. It marked a very successful trip for Ruby and her teammates, with the added bonus of a new PB to mark a tremendous start to 2022. Molly Scott also competed at the event in Glasgow to round off a very busy week for the St Lawrence O'Toole AC Sprinter. She followed up breaking the 60-metre national record by running 7.25 to win at the World Athletics Indoor Tour Silver in Ostrova, Czech Republic on Thursday, beating 100-metre Olympic finalist Isla del Ponte. Scott, whose national record lasted just a week before being broken by Racid Adeleke, then ran a very creditable 7.33 to finish second in Glasgow behind Maria Isabel Perez of Spain. Carlo Soccer, Whites Pharmacy Division 2. Nurney leave it late against Hanover. Reports by John Burke. Hanover Harps B nil, Nurney Villa 2. It was a horrible day for football at the plots and both teams tried to conquer the elements. But two second half goals gave Nurney victory. Hanover were much the dominant side throughout the first half and were unlucky not to be in front at the break. First, a Pa Carr free kick was tipped onto the crossbar and then in the 38th minute, Shane Kelly got a shot off after a great run down the wing, but again the Nurney goalkeeper tipped the effort onto the post. Again, two stunning saves by the Nurney number one saw the half end scoreless. Nurney were the better side for the majority of the second half. Most of the Hanover players played for the first team earlier in the day and it was only a matter of time before their legs would tire and in the 73rd minute it took its toll. First, 
Nurney's John Townsend set up McMurphy, who fired home to give Nurney a one-goal lead. Then, Packy Fleming ensured a 2-0 victory for the visitors with a fine individual goal in the 82nd minute. Best for Nurney Villa were Andy O'Brien, Rian Farrell and Thomas and McMurphy. The best for Hanover Harps B were Shane Kelly, Dylan Tuig, Pa Carr, Eric Dowling, David Dunn and Evan Dudley. Fort Barrington FC 1, New Oak Boys B 3. In a game played in tricky conditions at the Atex Sport Grounds in Athai, it was New Oak Boys B who came out on top. Playing with the aid of a strong wind in the first half, New Oak worked hard to create chances, as Fort Barrington were defensively set up well from the get-go, leaving New Oak struggling to break them down. Fort Barrington looked dangerous when counter-attacking, meaning those in attendance were treated to a lively first half. However, it was New Oak who took the lead after 15 minutes when a dangerous delivery from a corner kick unfortunately hit off Fort Barrington's Keane Whelan and found its way into the back of the net. Fort Barrington didn't let their heads drop as they continued to press and create chances. Just before the end of the half, a lovely bit of ball work by the Fort Barrington midfield found its way to Corey Marr, who took a chance on an outrageous shot from the right edge of the box. The ball curled beautifully into the top left-hand corner to equalise. The second half kicked off with both teams looking to keep up a high tempo. However, New Oak became the more aggressive with their forwards taking shots from every angle and position. New Oak played better when against the wind in the second half and took a 2-1 lead after 15 minutes when Daniel Hayden finished after a scramble in the Fort Barrington penalty box. Fort Barrington continued to play great football but could not find a finish. A change of shape and the introduction of Dinny Dempsey and Lukas Vidiskis seemed to settle New Oak and they were unlucky not to extend their lead when they hit the post on several occasions. With five minutes remaining, Daniel Hayden decided the game with another fine strike. The best for New Oak boys B were Pa Kavna, Keenan Gagan and Robert Purcell. Best for Fort Barrington FC were Eric Murphy, Corey Marr and Keane Whelan. Vale Wanderers B6, Slaney Rovers B0. Slaney's Kyle Byrne began the game well by forcing a couple of good saves from the Vale goalkeeper. However, after this, Vale took their chance when it came after 26 minutes and took a 1-0 lead into half-time. After the break, Vale continued to dominate with some excellent possession and attacking play. Despite the best efforts of Slaney players such as Ted Redmond, Adrian Doyle and John Martin, Vale added five more goals and finished comfortable winners. Slaney are currently on a losing streak of six games and have yet to win away from home. Carlo Soccer Nationalist Premier Division Cretillard comfortably see off Slaney to keep pace with New Oak. Report by Tom Begley the score, Slaney Rovers nil, Cretillard United 4. Garrod Cudahy netted a brace of penalties as Cretillard made it five wins in a row to move into second place, nine points adrift but with two games in hand. Conditions were difficult for both sides but it was the visitors who adapted better and were ahead on 20 minutes when Danny Doyle won a penalty which was duly dispatched to the net by Cudahy. Fergal Harmon in the Rovers' goal then pulled off two smart saves to deny Lee Salter and Cudahy. 
Lubahir Leshko responded with a long-range effort for Rovers, which just cleared the bar as United went into half-time 1-0 ahead. Two goals in seven minutes shortly after the restart put the game to bed for the visitors. Cudahy was involved again when he released Danny Doyle on goal and he kept his cool as he rounded the goalkeeper and slotted into an empty net on 53 minutes. On the hour mark, Cretillard scored their third from another penalty and the outcome was the same as Cudahy again converted from 12 yards. Lee Salter finished off the scoring for the visitors with 20 minutes left when Doyle turned provider. Best for Cretillard included Garrod Cudahy, Colin Osborne and Danny Doyle. Slaney's best included Joe Tompkins, Shane Murphy and Mick Foley. And soccer scores, Nationalist Premier Division, New Oak Boys 3, Parkville United 0. Slaney Rovers 0, Cretillard United 4. Kaleshin FC 7, St. Patrick's Boys 0. Bally Murphy Celtic 2, Dolman Celtic 2. Hanover Harps 0, Kilry Celtic 1. Tully's Travel Division 1, Mill Celtic 0, Ardatton 2. Parkville 1, Vale A 7. Kaleshin B 2, Cretillard 1. White's Pharmacy Division 2, Hanover Harps B 0, Nurney Villa 2. Fort Barrington FC 1, New Oak Boys B3, Vale Wanderers B6, Slaney Rovers B0. Coffee Ladies Women's League, Kilry Celtic 0, Cretillard United 13.